Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 568. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. First, I want to welcome new listeners to the podcast. We have recently more than doubled our listenership, so I know there's a lot of new listeners in here. And I recently had a question from someone who was wondering how the whole Wealth Mentoring Library works. You see, there's all kinds of topics that I've covered from how to get out of debt to how to become a millionaire to how to start a business, all kinds of different topics and all different kinds of ways that I teach. So some are just me giving you my information, my experience, my background. Others are where I find articles for you and actually curate information for you, then add my input to it. So there's a few different ways that I teach. And as you look through the back library of podcasts, what you'll find is real mentoring. So real information, real practical steps to do, and things that are gonna move you forward toward your financial freedom. So I just wanted to say that because I think there is a little bit of confusion in terms of how the podcast operates. And what I encourage people to do is start with the six steps to wealth, back early on in the podcast, get familiar with what actually creates wealth. And from there, you can go to mindset, you can go to saving money, you can go to investing, compounding, what's going on in the stock market. There's all different types of topics depending on where you are in your financial journey. That way you can just find the right place for you to pick up and learn exactly what you need to learn. So having said all that, Today, what we're gonna talk about is how to make more money on your home or your Airbnb. Now, I talked in a recent episode about how I'm so crazy about the idea of Airbnb. I love it. And I think it's going to be a significant income source for people in the future. People are gonna be renting out extra bedrooms, they're gonna be renting out their casitas, they're going to be building mother-in-law apartments as rentals. I think this is a huge trend for income for people in the future. If you haven't listened to that podcast about Airbnb, it's number 561, Future Income Opportunities with Airbnb. Now this article that I found was actually published in England. So I've had to convert all of the dollar amounts that they've talked about from pounds to dollars. So right there, I got a little education because I had to look up the current exchange rate of pounds and dollars. And I found that one pound equals $1.27 today. So every time the writer mentioned pounds, I converted it into dollars for you. And I'll tell you what those numbers are. But why I like this article was because as I've sold real estate over the years, I have found this to be true, that there are certain things that you can do that are very inexpensive, little fix-ups, perk-me-ups to your house, if you will, that can help you get top dollar for your property. And I don't think it's something that's talked enough about. 
Certainly a lot of real estate shows talk about how you can stage and make your home beautiful, but sometimes that can be a very major investment. I'm talking about little things that you can do that make a huge return for you, and they're super easy to do, and you can do them yourself. And they also apply to things you can do on Airbnb, because when people are looking at renting property or staying at your place on Airbnb, they are looking at certain things and there are definitely things you can do that will turn them off and things that you can do that will attract them to your property. Now, this is something I'm experiencing personally because two summers ago, I got out of the desert heat and rented an Airbnb for two months in Huntington Beach, California. So having to commit to a place for two months, just looking at pictures, it can be a nerve wracking experience. You're laying out thousands of dollars and you've never seen this place before. So you have to rely on the pictures, the description, what they're saying, how it looks, and little tiny details can often make a difference. Whether that's a view or whether that's a lovely garden area or whether that is a patio, a deck, there are certain things that can make your property more attractive for people because they can visualize themselves sitting there and they see themselves in that picture or living in that home. So I wanted to go over this today. I've talked a little bit about this in the past in a prior podcast years ago, but I haven't really covered this recently. So I thought this was a good time to revisit what are some little tricks you can do to spruce up your property and increase value. So this article comes from thedailymail.com. It was written by Phil Spencer, and apparently he hosts a popular TV show in, I presume, London. And he's talking about how to add 40,000 pounds to the value of your home by spending 4,000 pounds, his 10 tips to boost your property. So that's really how to add $50,800 by spending $5,080. Sounds like a good investment to me. Tip number one, repaint the front of your home. And it costs, I'm just gonna convert this to dollars and skip the pounds. It costs $1,270, but can add up to $6,350 in value. It says, never underestimate the importance of curb appeal. It's the first impression you get when you approach a property from the street. Freshly painted window frames will show that your home is well-maintained and dispel any buyer's fears that more serious problems lurk within. Repainting the front will give it an instant facelift. Hopefully, your envious neighbors will follow suit. Well, I agree with that. A first impression is so important. And if your home looks well-maintained, especially a nice new paint job can make it look that way, that is to your advantage. If you can get a color of paint that is liked by a lot of people, a neutral color, something that is in style, ask your local paint store what some of the most popular paint colors are for homes. The reason I say that is when I painted my home before I sold it, it was a taupe color. And I literally would have people come and knock on my door, strangers who I'd never seen before, who were driving by, they would stop, knock on my door and ask me what color my house was because they love the color so much. (laughs) So find a nice taupe color or beige color, find something that is beige with a little bit of gray. 
That's what I have found to be very popular, but whatever is going to look good on your home, make sure that it is appealing to a wide audience of people. Oftentimes this is the same color that new homes are being painted. So go and check out new areas where builders have just finished and find out what colors they're using on homes. Then use that color on your home. Number two, pretty up your front door. The cost is $89, but it can add $1,270. Sanding and repainting your front door in a classic color, such as red or navy, will give potential buyers a fitting welcome. If you want to attract younger buyers, take inspiration from interior magazines. You can buy a new doorknob, address numbers, and mailbox in brass or stainless steel for less than $89. Brass adds class on an older property. Well, I like the idea of having a nicely painted door in a contrasting color, but it doesn't have to be a red or a navy. Maybe that's more popular in England, I'd say. My front door was a dark brown with the taupe house, and that seemed to go nicely, but you can use white, you can use lighter colors, I wouldn't go too crazy on the front door color. Just make it something that would be like the trim color of your home and make sure it blends in nicely. But I think the point here is that having an attractive front door, doing some nice new numbers on your home, getting a, an attractive new mailbox, these are all little things that don't cost much but can add a big wallop to really making a home more attractive. Number three, name your home. It costs zero and adds up to $6,000. Giving your home a name can be the easiest way to add thousands of dollars to its value, research shows. Regal sounding names are popular with buyers, while pastoral names evoke a rural setting. So I've seen this done on very expensive homes that are for sale, multi-million dollar homes. Sometimes we'll put a name on the home. But I've also seen it done very effectively on Airbnb, where they'll say something like charming cottage, if it's a very small property, or something like seaside situation, indicating that you're close to the water, close to the beach. Or you can play up the quietness of your Airbnb. It could be something like quiet retreat. So think of what is the best quality of your property and try to play that up. Maybe it has a lot of square footage or a big yard or a nice view, or it's newly updated, or it's classically charming, or it's modern, or it's contemporary. These are words that mean something to people and help describe the feel in the property. Number four, tidy your garden. It costs $250 and adds over $6,000. Start by planting plenty of colorful flowers to welcome visitors in the front garden. In the back, mow the lawn, reseed bare patches, and trim the hedges. I've often found that just a few annuals planted in the front yard will give that pop of color that makes a home so welcoming and really gives it curb appeal. If you have the type of home that looks good with window boxes, you can add those as well. But really just having a manicured lawn, nicely trimmed shrubs and bushes, and then that pop of color with the underplanting of some red, yellow, blue, or purple, red, and white plants can be really beautiful. 
Also, a white garden can look extremely stunning. So if you have a dark corner, you could plant all white flowers and the white and green is just a beautiful statement in the garden. Number five, hang mirrors. It costs $125 and adds up to $6,000. A cramped entrance is instantly off-putting, but widening the hallway is expensive. Instead, create the illusion of more space by hanging mirrors. Clear away bikes, coats, and shoes. All right, so in the entryway, that's your first impression when someone comes in your home. So you want a nice, welcoming piece there. A mirror is nice, always reflects the light and makes it appear larger. And you wanna get rid of any clutter, any shoes, any umbrellas, anything that you tend to drop in the entryway. One time I had my home restaged by a professional and she moved a piece from the dining room, which was one of my prettiest pieces of furniture and put it in the entryway as the table under the mirror in the entryway. I never would have thought of doing that, but it was the right move to make because it was an extremely pretty piece of furniture. It had a marble top, lovely wood. It, it just was an amazingly beautiful piece. And that way everyone could see it immediately when they came in the front door. So think about repositioning some furniture, maybe putting a more beautiful piece right in that entry when people walk in. So they see something lovely right away. Number six get plans approved. It costs nothing, but can add up to over $6,000. Converting a loft or adding an extension provides the biggest value boost, but will typically cost between $25,000 and $50,000. Just by applying for permits, you can sweeten the deal for a potential buyer. It might give a growing family the confidence that they can squeeze into an extra bedroom. A full planning application requires architect's drawings, but with a bit of research, you can often secure planning permits for free by applying to the local planning authority yourself. Well, I've seen this recently online. As I've looked at real estate, people have said they have plans approved for extra square footage to be built. So that is kind of a nice thing to know that it's already been approved. And if you wanted to expand the home, you could make the addition and have it done yourself. So if you need more square footage, if your house is smaller, that is a way that it could attract potential buyers. Number seven, refresh your kitchen. It costs $250, but can add over $6,000. The kitchen is one of the most important rooms in the house, but a total remodel is likely to cost $7,500 or more. Yet a simple makeover can do wonders at a fraction of the price. Repaint or replace the cupboard doors and buy stylish handles and drawer knobs for a fresh new look. You can also consider buying new faucets for around $75. Well, the kitchen is typically the room that sells the house. People look at the kitchen and they say, do I like it the way it is or is it going to be a money pit and I have to add a lot of money into this kitchen? So one of the things that you wanna do is make it look as up-to-date as you can. If you have anything that's dated in there, you want to either replace it or somehow disguise it, make it look better. There's all different kinds of things you can do. Paint is one of the least expensive ways to make something blend in a little bit better and look more attractive. If you have an older home that still has vinyl flooring, for example, 
look at upgrading to something more current. It doesn't have to be super expensive, but you wanna take out any negatives that people see. Reducing the negatives and increasing the positives is what it's all about. At the very least, if you couldn't replace the floor, you could perhaps put an attractive throw rug in the kitchen that might disguise it a little bit and make it a little more palatable. Also, think about your total decorating scheme because sometimes you can make a change to one thing and then it throws off the coloring for the rest of the kitchen. You could change countertops and then all of a sudden it doesn't go with your cabinets or it doesn't go with your wall color or it doesn't go with your flooring. There's all kinds of things that need to be considered as an entire package rather than just looking at one particular thing. But if you have something that is really unattractive, you want to minimize it or change it if you can. Number eight, bathroom makeover can cost $2,500 or more and add up to over $8,000. Take a similar approach to the bathroom and focus on the fittings. It's likely to cost more than your kitchen because of the cost of labor for more difficult jobs such as plumbing and regrouting. Hire a professional unless you are particularly good at DIY as any leaks are damaging and expensive to fix. Think of things like adding a new shower or glass screen or even shower curtain and new sinks and faucets. Yeah, the bathrooms are the second most important rooms. Kitchens and bathrooms and closets are what really sell homes. So after you fix the kitchen all up, then you need to look at the bathroom. I had an outdated bathroom that had old oak cabinets and there was nothing wrong with them. They were in good condition. They were just sort of outdated. So I took a rattan and I put it in the center of the molding of the cabinet and it gave it a nice texture. It kind of camouflaged it. I put on a new handle. It really spruced it all up and made it completely a different look. So just taking away some of that oak and putting something else on it really updated that cabinet. Number nine, deep clean your carpet. It costs about $40 and adds up to over $6,000. So long as your carpets are not worn through or permanently stained, you can rent a rug doctor machine and bring them back to life. It costs less than $50 for 48 hours, which should be long enough to do the whole house. Yeah, you definitely want to clean the carpets. Just be really careful about chemicals. I recently had a friend who rented out their place and had just cleaned the carpets and the people that moved in got a rash and they think it might've come from the chemicals that were in the carpets. So she had the carpet cleaners come back, steam the carpets with just steam and water to get rid of the chemicals in the clean carpet and see if that didn't help. And that certainly did help clear up the problem. And number 10, cash in on your clutter and make a bonus $1,200. Since you'll be rifling through your home room by room, take the opportunity for a massive declutter. You'll be amazed by how much bigger your home will seem. You can then sell your unwanted books, kids' toys, clothes, and furniture on eBay for a tiny profit. Or even better, you can have a garage sale and just sell all of that clutter. You'd be amazed at the things that people buy, which sometimes is surprising. You think, oh, this won't sell. Oh yes, it will. Put the right price on it and people will pay you to take your clutter away. It's the greatest thing ever. 
I would also say, along with the clutter, you wanna take down a lot of personal pictures. You want people to be able to picture themselves in the home, and people get a little, shall I say, nosy looking at pictures. They wanna know who lives there. They start looking at your pictures. It takes their mind off of them living in the house. You don't want them to be thinking about you living in the house. You want them to think about them living in the house. So take down personal photos, put them away, a good thing to do is maybe make a collage out of a lot of photos and then you have it all in one big frame and you can take that out when you're living there and put it away when you're not living there. But take away your personal effects, personal photos. Think of it kind of like a hotel type of atmosphere in terms of what you leave out and what you don't leave out. Would a hotel have this or would they not? The less clutter, the bigger your room's gonna look, the more people will see the room and enjoy that space. So in summary, repaint the front of the house, do up your door, your numbers, your mailbox, name your home something appropriate and descriptive, put beautiful colorful flowers in your garden, and trim your lawn and hedges and bushes, hang a mirror for more space and light, get extra architectural plans approved, refresh your kitchen, make over your bathrooms, deep clean your carpet, and put away your clutter. These are all things that can be done for renting your Airbnb or selling your home that can add literally thousands of dollars into your pocket. So take them seriously, follow through on this, use it as a little checklist, and you will definitely see the rewards from following this advice. I will put a link to this article in the show notes and on my website. If you haven't yet subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit that subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.